to what's up Kyra Sushi family if you tried to see us or hear us before have no clue what's going on with BeLive today but here's an extra tip for you guys who are out there in Facebook broadcast land always have a backup so we're gonna go with blue jeans for this right now which a lot of people tell me they prefer BeLive from a look standpoint but I'll tell you blue jeans is typically more stable because it's not browser based well, I stopped nerding out, Lacey, you got killed with a, not killed, you got crushed with a snowstorm in Indianapolis, huh? Yes, absolutely. It was, it's the biggest snowstorm, I guess, in four years in Indiana, and I was lucky to be part of it. They, uh, you know, there's not a lot of snow, they said, when I moved out here, and we're like eight inches deep in the snow, so... Um, you know, I got, my first winter broke me in pretty quickly. <laughs> Did, uh, okay, so is there, there's no kids in your community, right? No, not a lot of kids. So Sean was outside um, shoveling snow like four times in one day off of the driveway and the sidewalk. Because that's the one thing. We live in a gated community and HOA is like, oh, you're responsible for all of your sidewalk. So not just the driveway, but the sidewalk in front of your house. So oh. he, he had his uh, work cut out for him. He was oh. super happy about it too. I remember my time in, in upstate New York and I was driving in a, a, what would normally take a 20 minute drive on the throughway. Uh, I drove home 90 minutes uh, oh. in a snowstorm, white knuckle. I pull up, my my roommate downstairs lived below, I was married at the time, and he was shoveling, and I'm trying to get up the driveway, and I looked at him, and I said, number one, don't we make enough money to pay some kids to do this now yeah. in our life? Number two, <laughs> there are smarter people than us, uh, and I went upstairs, I looked at my then wife at the time, I said, flip a coin, San Francisco or LA, and uh, <laughs> San Francisco won. And six weeks later, after living like Bulgarian immigrants, um, we saved enough money, we moved out, and all of a sudden I'm in the Castro, uh, which people don't know in San Francisco, that's a heavily uh, LGBT-friendly community, and there's men walking down the street with banana hammock underwear, True. and I wrote home, I'm not in Kansas or in upstate New York anymore. But do you think that you guys can, do you think coming from California, you're going to make this work for the winter time for you guys? Oh, yeah. You know what? I mean, I, I think we're going to get a house somewhere. Probably Florida is the place that everybody's telling us to go, Naples or Boca. So probably in a year or so here, we'll end up getting a, a home and become what they call the snowbirds that go yeah. to Florida during the winter. So I'm sure that's in our near future. But as of right now, not a big deal. I was in California. I lived in the foothills of the Sierras and got plenty of snow for about three years. So I'm I'm not, you know, foreign to it, but it definitely wasn't nine degrees like it was this morning on my walk with the dog. So that's that's new, yeah. Well, and Sean and I have to go snow boot shopping today because we don't have snow boots. That's been fun. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna be stylish snow boots though, right? Of course, of course, I've already <laughs> looked them up. <laughs> Well, um, as I said, I, I spoke to my then wife, and I'm I'm in, uh, uh, now once divorced, but feels like three times divorced in my life. <laughs> uh, speaking of divorces, uh, one of the biggest announcements this last week in business and entrepreneur world was the richest man in the world, uh, the CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is now going to be split in two 
and potentially his wife will become the richest woman in the world. Wait, is he the richest man in the world? I think he's the richest man in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yes. And the big thing was, how the heck did this guy not have a prenup? Now, I don't know the intricacies of their marriage or what his philosophy and stuff like that, but that was a big trend in, in, in the social sphere was, oh, my God, how could this guy not have a prenup? But... Uh, you know, speaking from my own historical perspective of building things with partners and mm. uh, life partners and, and wives, ex-wife, uh, I've been down that road where we didn't have paperwork signed and, and feelings mm. and intellectual property and other stuff got screwed over in some regards in both cases. And what's your take on, on what chiropractors, Lacey, should be concerned about when building their empires their chiropractic empires, and, and what's your thoughts on, on, on prenups anyways? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's prenups, and I would imagine that Bezos was probably married before the empire grew to this capacity, and so if that was the case, I mean, yeah, I, when he was building it out of his what, garage or whatever, he didn't think about a prenup, so maybe he didn't have it, but that's a lesson to be learned, right? If you have big vision and you want to grow a big empire, maybe you want to consider getting some paperwork ahead of time. But here's what I think. Here's what I see happen a lot um, with entrepreneurs and visionaries is there's a tendency in couples for one individual to be the stronger visionary of the two. Mm -hmm. And then the second person ends up hanging their hat on that person's vision. That's a very, very dangerous thing. Mm. Yashana and I talk about all the time, in order for you to truly be fulfilled in your relationship, you as a couple, even if you're not both chiropractors, whatever you're doing should each have your own independent vision. And then once you have your own independent visions, come together and see where you can marry the two so it's not just one person. Mm. That way, when things happen, God forbid, if there's a separation or a divorce, you're both fulfilling part of your vision and you're not left with nothing and you're not left unfulfilled. You know what I mean? So that would be my number one thing. Make sure that you have your own independent visions of each other and then yeah. bring them together. That was huge. You know, the thing that came up for me was um, more, I was kept thinking about chiropractors and, and, and partnerships and associates. And you always seems to be like the divorce in those are just awful, right? Like awful. Um, the associate relationships, let's just take that for example. Uh, they come out and they start slamming the, the doctor who brought them on. Um, you know, we've heard this in, in, you know, Liam's cool with me, Liam Schubel's cool with me talking about this, because uh, I've talked about this enough with him live. I mean, he's he has an empire in South America with over, you know, 15 to 20 clinics, and, you know, most generally are happy with their associateship, but one or two or three uh, didn't work out right. I mean, things just might not be a fit, uh, but those one, two or three people just slam Liam all over the place, right? Yeah, like, for the example. The more you grow and the more people that you have working for you, the more exposure you have. So that's more likely to happen. If you if you have an office and you've only ever had one employee or one associate, um, the likelihood of you know you getting slammed is far less than somebody that like Liam that has thirty or forty. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good point, Tristan, and that's something to consider. Not even like relationship, or we're not like aside from relationship, if we're talking about being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, 
if you get into partnership with somebody, even if it's your best friend, your significant other, just somebody you went to school with, that requires a prenup, right? You need a rock solid partnership agreement before going into business with anybody because how many partnerships have you seen go bad and they're almost worse than divorces sometimes, Oh, right? Oh, partnership dissolutions can be nasty. I, I mean, it was amazing uh, years ago when I when I got John Kim, who I consider to be now. There's four voices in my head, including your husband's, uh, but Sean, but John was one of my is one of my voices. I considered him to be a mentor. I do still consider him to be a mentor, and we have a great relationship now. But when we were co-founders of Doctor Base, there was I mean, you're talking 15, 18 hours a day with that with the same four or five people. Yeah. And um, you start looking at, oh, we're not getting funding here. Are you, you know, thoughts of sabotage were like, these are literal conversations we would have with like within the group. Like, sure. are you screwing this up purposely? Or, you know, um, there was a point in time where I was living in an SRO in San Francisco. It wasn't the startup life that everyone sees on TV. I lived in a, a place where hookers and cockroaches met routinely in between my rooms. Um, and I remember at one point it was, you know, for two and a half years, we did the whole, what could you live on conversation? And sure. I, at, you know, three years was finally like, I kind of want to start living more comfortably. What do we got? You know, like, yeah. and that became a rift with us. And I actually left early. I left early and uh, left 75% of my equity on the table, which, you know, a year and a half later when we got acquired, I was definitely kicking myself. Um, but so I think it's very important that in that in relationships, and maybe we'll revisit this topic again some other yeah. time about associates and partnerships, because we got the Warners with us, Dr. Stu and Dr. Teresa Warner. Thank you guys, guys. so much for joining us. Hey, glad to be here. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So um, we're, you know, we, we have you on as a special guest this week because we know we have a week left for individuals, chiropractors out there to get involved with Kids Day International. Uh, give the give the synopsis of what's cooking and what and why uh, they're. I'm naming a new term. There's JOMO, FOMO, and then I'm gonna just call it um, uh, you are yam yam yamo. You are what's missing it? out. Oh, you are. So there's yamo. No, what? I said yamo. You are missing out. You Got are it. missing out. There's no fear. I love it. So next week, next week you'll be yamo if you don't get on board with the war. You are missing out. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what's cooking in Kids Day International, what's going on over there for our audience. Well, it's so exciting. This is the 25th anniversary of Kids Day America International, and 2,500 chiropractors screened over 5 million children during that time. Hundreds of thousands of kids have started chiropractic in the sanctioned chiropractic offices that are participating, received millions of dollars of positive uh, publicity. So. You know, chiropractors that are looking to not be the best kept secret in their town, to be able to get lots of families into their practice, get launched to the forefront of their town, this is their opportunity. So, you know, instead of being that chiropractor that's perceived as just another chiropractor trying to build their business, now they're linked up to a worldwide event, their mayor and governor proclaiming an official day in their town, and they get the green light to get the whole community involved. and and get them to thank them, and you're gonna reach so many children that you'd never reach any other way and grow your practice like never before. So 
If they go to kidsdayinternational.net, they can see if their town's available, come first serve, and they can fill out the application and become Ascension site. Now, Lacey was actually a CA when, when her office did this a while back. Um, and uh, so she's had experience with this. Dr. Teresa, um, what, what do you think is, if someone misses the boat, you know there's this deadline, what do you think they're giving up on? What do you think they're going to have yammo about? <laughs> I love it. Oh, everything and not seeing the kids, not boosting yourself to the forefront of your community, missing out on being a part of something bigger than yourself and great that unites chiropractors around the world and missing out on thousands or tens of tens of thousands of dollars of free press and publicity um, the kind you can't buy any other way. Your picture uh, screening a child on the front page of the community section of your local newspaper, being on radio or TV, and, and really touching the children's lives. You know, making that difference that we all set out to do the day we entered chiropractic college and reaching the kids. Um, we talked to a lot of docs that are super passionate about seeing kids, or maybe have done some extra post-grad on seeing kids, but they're not sure how do I break through in my community and let people know that this is something that I do and, um, and get to a higher level. In one day, uh, this does it for you. It boosts you and it lingers and lingers, um, the benefits, they continue. And you get pretty deep in connections within the community, if I remember correctly, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The police departments are involved in fire department, the school system, and you know these community groups. After participating in Kids Day America, say that it's, it's the best event they've ever been to in the community. They can't wait for it to come around next year. We have you know hundreds and hundreds of offices, fifty, a hundred or more new patients from that one event. You know. ROIs into the hundreds of thousands, looking at case averages and, and publicity. And, but there's so many in, intangibles because, you know, to be able to have a credible professional platform, you know, chiropractors have always, you know, over years felt like second class citizens or, you know, they haven't been able to go into the forefront of the town. And, you know, what we do is so important in helping transform families and seeing the miracles that chiropractors should be the leaders in their town. So Kids Day America gives you that, that platform and a launching pad to not only get the community involved, but have them thank you for it and be able to get lots of families in, into the office. And you know we've seen chiropractors in this one event get more notoriety and more inroads in the town than doctors that have been there for 30 years. So it's so powerful. You know, you're probably wondering, you know, people listening, well, how do I accomplish it all? Well, you know, we have the 25th anniversary implementation package that is set up on a step-by-step. -step. All the letters are pre-done for you. You get the proclamation, you get, you know, video pop-ups every step of the way to say, do this, this is what you say, there's free support. You know, we're with you the whole way because we can't reach the families in your community without you. So this is our flagship program. We do everything we can to make sure you maximize every aspect of this event you know there's no excuses anymore there's no complaining you know this is all laid out for you it's all teed up you just have to you know again go to kidsdayinternational.net and then you know it'll be the, the proudest moment you ever have as a chiropractor
Yeah, the planning's definitely taken on a few levels of, a few hundred levels of evolution since Lacey planned it. Probably, <laughs> back yeah. The, back in the old days. You know, it's all online and video pop-ups and all kinds of good stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's transformed a bit. But the core of it is this um, free health, safety, environmental awareness day for your community that you're chairing, that you're ahead of, and it's just awesome. And the lives that you touch are amazing. So, you know, that's, that's the difference we all want to make. Yeah, and I'd be, I'd be remiss if I don't uh, also share, obviously, this is the last week. You guys can get over to kidsdayinternational.net uh, and sign up. But also, October 3rd through 5th in the New York City, New Jersey metro area, it's going to be the uh, Genesis Peak Con 2019. And Lacey, you're going to be uh, on the stage there alongside uh, some uh, some really awesome speakers. Yes, very uh, This is a great event that you guys put on. I spoke there last year. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're so, super excited about that. Yeah, we're so ex excited to have uh, Lacey with us this year. What she's going to bring to the platform is going to be so important for those attendees to be able to, to learn and to take back to their communities. She's going to be teaching upper cervical technique for kids, which, you know, is really a big void in our profession. You know, there's a lot of upper cervical practitioners that want to help a lot of kids, but a lot of them aren't doing it, and she knows how to do it. And, to be able to combine the upper cervical technique with her um, marketing savvy is really an unmatched um, combination. And, you know, we have 25 world-class speakers that she'll be joining along with Ted Carrick and uh, the Wolfsons and, and Ben Lerner and Deed Harrison, and it goes on and on. You can find out more about that at chiropediatrics.net. There's so many special events going on there. It's, it's the place to be if you want to grow your pediatric and family practice. Yeah, for sure. After you get to Kids Day and you have 50 or 100 new kids and families joining your practice, come to Genesis PedCon and learn how to take care of them <laughs> and, and how, to, how to serve them at a bigger, higher level. So we're super excited that Lacey's going to be on with us. Sure, Lacey, you're stoked too. I want to thank you guys for giving us some time today. Uh, appreciate you guys. We were talking about prenups before I let you go. As a married couple, what is your thoughts on prenups? <laughs> I don't know. We've been married so long that the right road. So we didn't need a prenup. <laughs> I hope um, I hope Jeff Bezos has a prenup. <laughs> that's what we were talking about. He doesn't. So uh, we're gonna see. That's gonna get interesting. I want to thank you guys. Last week to get to Kids Day International, go to kidsdayinternational.net, and uh, we'll be at Genesis PeakCon uh, in October. All right. Thank awesome. you, guys. Great. Thanks, Thank guys. Keep up the great work. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming on. Hey, I got to tell you a little juicy tidbit. Uh, Sean and I were looking through, I don't know, online last night, and it said that Jeff Bezos already has a girlfriend. Did you read that? No, he's already he's already moved on, huh? He's already moved on. Apparently, she was married and she's going through a divorce too. But uh, oh, she's, she's Latina. Oh, see, you know a lot about that, Tristan. <laughs> ah, so now, now so he's give up his money. Now he's gonna give up his sanity. That's... There you go. <laughs> Tristan loves the Latinas. The Latinas love, you know, Latinos and Germans, the German mix is just for some reason that stoic, you know, orderly, that kind of stuff. They, it's just, it's, it's a it works. recipe for either disaster or yeah, yeah. Or passion. And, and passion. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um,
Speaking of passion, uh, one thing I'm very passionate about, and so are you, we love our doggies. Um, I love, you know, I, I had a, um, uh, we have a one-year-old, He's, his birthday's actually the day before mine, and unfortunately, Aww. well, fortunately, I'll be uh, with you guys in New Orleans for the IFCO upcoming event, or, yep. or uh, meet up, and he'll be celebrating his birthday getting some more dog training, mm-hmm. and you have your little pupper, right? Yeah, he's five now, he's he's an old fart. He's, is he on your, he he's like not on your lap, is he? Huh? No, he is was he a- trying. I just uh, gave him, I shoot him away. But he's only five pounds, and so everybody thinks he's a baby. They always say, all the kids say, look at the baby dog. <laughs> so, now, do they think he's a girl? Always. Everybody always, thinks he's a right? girl because he's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, so he is pretty. He's, yeah. he's a beautiful dog. I got to spend a weekend with him, enjoyed that. Um but unfortunately, there's a huge internet scam. In fact, over the last three years, BuzzFeed News reported that the Better Business Bureau received 10,000 puppy scam complaints. And in 59% of these cases, no doggos were delivered. So what was going on is uh, that on Craigslist and all these other sites that people would pay up front for their dogs and not get them delivered. Yeah. That sucks. And I mean, people, I read that article, people are paying upwards of like $1,500, sending this money to get these dogs delivered, and then they never show up, and then poof, those people are gone. They That article said that if you are a dog lover, and you visit dog sites regularly, literally, you're going to run into like one out of every three sites that are actual scams. How crazy is that? Playing on people's heartstrings, you know? Well, we know this in our industry that there's there's pariahs out there that play on the yes. let's grow your business and new patients. Uh, some of my favorite scams over the last 10 years in this internet digital age for chiropractors and business owners is, is the number one on Google scam. I love the people that call up and say, I'm calling from Google. They're not from Google because Google will never call you. That's one of the things to know about Google out there is mm. Google doesn't care about you. They just want you to pay for advertising. And you can set up calls with them, of course, but they will right. never outreach for you because they know they don't have to. Uh, and the promises of number one on Google, I think the other big one is the 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 poster scam is growing a lot. With you need to have these certain legal posters and oh right. It, or what yeah, about what the are some, you, you guys know in your what have you seen in your offices that are just like. Did you ever fall for one, or did you or did you immediately catch them right away? No, I almost fell for the um, domain registering one. Like, oh, your domain is about to expire. You need to send this in to, uh, to auto-renew or to register. And it was, like, very early on when I was new to that game, because you get those all the time. And I was like, oh, I better, you know, better uh, renew our domain or we're going to lose it. They do that with trademarks. Right. Yep. They do that with you're right. The posters. I mean, we get scams all the time. And they also do that with Google, where Google is calling because it seems that your um, Google listing is not updated. Right. And we can help you update it by doing this. And, I'll, you know, I just hang up on them. Well, I, one thing not to hang up on is if you're running Google ads, because we had a samurai that hung up on 16 new patient calls when they had the automated Google ad that would say you have a Google ad running. He thought it was something else. So oh, no. You do have to use some discernment out there. Uh, yes. One of the things that I always remind doctors to, to do is, is get an employee 
badge or identification number. Someone's called because here's something really simple people could do. I mean, even with uh, you know looking at who's in Cairo Sushi or in our Black Diamond Club or or if you use a certain website company and their website name is on the bottom of your website, you know they could someone could call and just say, hey, this is uh, this is you know Chuck over at Demand Force or Chuck over at Cairo Matrix and we oh, need to yeah. get your credit card. I mean that's how easy it is because we the information's right there. And I can imagine some absent-minded professor-ish doctors who are very trusting being like, oh, hold on one second. Let me get Let me you get that. that for you. So yeah. always ask to validate and never, obviously, in learning from this doctor, never send money before, you know, verifying and validating and possibly being there present to receive your goods, dogs, right? Yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what are some of your tips that you taught um, some of the young uh, specific docs out there because they they're 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 in a different age now too than when you started. Yeah, if anybody ever calls and asks us for our credit card information, the natural um, response is, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to get that information and I'm going to call the company back and I'll make sure to get that over to them." Because then right. that way you're just not getting it on the phone. You call the company directly from their company phone number. Then you know whether or not you're being scammed. Most of the time, I've had to teach. You know, especially the new doctors, they don't want to uh, to be like a hard no. And so sometimes they'll be on the phone with these, tel uh, what are they, telemarketers, and it's like 10 minutes deep. And I'm like, just tell them no, like not interested. Or you can always use the, you know what, um, we're part of a larger corporation and I would have to excel this to the people that run the company. So I'll call you back if they say okay. Mm -hmm. Click. Make it super simple. Blame it on somebody else. I love that. Uh, <laughs> over the weekend, our Facebook feeds were dominated by the How Hard Is Aging Hit You Challenge, which was basically to take, and some people did different variations on this, was to take, the original idea was to take your profile photo from your first profile photo on Facebook uh, and then post your current profile photo next to each other to compare how you've aged. A couple things that I've noticed. Um, I definitely can see why the Botox market is blow, is blowing up. Uh, chiropractors, now the evidence-based people are going to be you know, pooping all over this, but chiropractors age, some of them age better than what they look better now than they did 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but it was funny is I was coming up with the graphic for this the, to promote the show this week, and I use an app called FaceApp, which uh, allows you to do an auto aging. And I did mine and I did yours, and you didn't age at all in your photo. And I aged looking like um, a, an alcoholic John Goodman. Uh, <laughs> with I mean, they literally put like the liver spots on me. I don't know how I like. It's amazing technology. Lacey looked at the the exact same. I do have one a picture of Sean, which I'm going to send you guys. Which uh, he looks like a very uh, elegant uh, Japanese man. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see. It. And I will tell you, I'm I'm very blessed. I have great genes. Like my mom looks phenomenal at her age, like you would never guess she's as old as she is. And people still like, still think I'm extremely young. I mean, I'm like edging up towards 40 and like, I'm getting up there, you know? You and are people, not, shut up. 
I'm 37. I mean, yeah, I'm getting up there. I'm get, I'm way closer up to 40 than, than 30. And people still think I'm, you know, very young. So I'll take it. I'll well, take it. What, did you, yeah, you didn't partake, did you? No, I didn't. In fact, I was just thinking that when you were talking about that, I need to go back and look at what my first profile photo was. I have no idea. I can't, I don't even know what it is. So that leads me to my tip. Of, I mean, it really wanted to segue into that was, you know, these viral challenges, obviously to blow up at the level that this or the ice box challenge, um, unfortunately the pie Todd eating challenge and with some of the kids out there, uh, it really takes aggressive growth. It needs to be an interesting novel concept. But I had a lot of Kyrie, we had a lot of samurai that reached out to me private message and also posted in the group. How could we use this? How could we leverage this? What could we do with the viral challenge? And the first thing that came to me was, are you seeing what I'm seeing, which is this is an interesting way to storytell how you've, how you've aged and grown. Um, the same concept could be used with those out there that use scans, that use x-rays, uh, even posture uh, photos before and after or movement stuff if you fall into that space. There's so many ways before and after to tell a story with your chiropractic care and your results with your people. Yeah. And so one of the things I challenge, I challenge chiropractors out there to ride this wave is leverage this and, and start sharing all week your success stories by visual storytelling with before and after. I think that's a no brainer, right? Absolutely. I love the idea of that. And just another tip. I mean, if you're running a, a chiropractic office and seeing patients, you should always be on the lookout for a potential before and after like gold nugget, right? Like, because that's a lot of times what people do is they get testimonials after the fact. A testimonial is way more powerful if you can get somebody the first week that they come in and mm. see where they're truly at in that space, what's happening with them, whether it's a kid or a parent or, you know, just a, a um, millennial suffering from you know, migraine headaches their entire life. Like, get them to give you a testimonial in the moment where they're not well and then contrast it to when they are well. That is more powerful than the after, right? So yeah. think about when people come into the office, if they have a unique case, if they have a unique presentation, um, if they are um, a naysayer, like very skeptical of chiropractic, but tried everything, those are great individuals to say, hey, do you mind if I actually document where you are right now so that we can see in contrast what your life looks like six months from now? That that before and after is big and will have big payoff for you know other individuals suffering with similar issues. Love that. The second thing is, it's you you could create your own challenge in your office to do something totally. creative, innovative. Uh, it doesn't need to be as uh, a viral as nationwide, although that would be absolutely amazing and awesome. But you could create your own challenge in your office and uh, and 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 start that. So definitely ways to leverage this, look and learn from what was done over the weekend and see that really what it comes down to is a human emotion that the the human psychology wants to share. We're, we're, that's why we're on social media. We want to share. Uh, what's going on, even if it's bad, even if it's like, oh my God, I, I saw so many people that were posting like uh, funny photos of like, you know, obviously sperm and then themselves. So there's ways to do humor with this. 
but the 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 thing that that really resonated with me was just the the human touch of there's no stopping this thing we call limitation of matter, right? Right. Absolutely. I okay, Tristan. I pulled up my first profile photo just for you. Can you what, see it? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up right now with you. Boy. Now, we have to at some point share with Don't the look. world a, another photo of yourself that I've had. The... Hey, now, maybe when we hit a certain amount of listeners on our podcast, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, unleash yeah, yeah. Okay. the beast. That photo is in the vault right now, and it should only be unleashed for very – I ain't afraid of my past. I'm good. It got me now, wait, What's the photo I'm looking for? Is it – It's my very first profile photo in 2009. Right? I don't know if I can find it, Lise. There it is, people. There it is. I used to ask you could go backwards. I'm seeing lots of photos. I, I mean, what a going through your photos is like going through chiropractic history. I mean, there's photos of you and Andy and yeah. Dr. Andy Roberts and Dr. Scott Garber. Oh, hey, I found what? it. <laughs> While you're looking for that, my tip, another tip of the week is I think the learning lesson from this thing is people like things that go viral are things that are, like you said, personal and just easy. Remember the other viral, one of the other most viral photos that was posted on uh, social media was um, the toilet paper photo, A or B, the over or the under, right? Oh, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. People like things that are easy to comment on, easily engageable. Um, so when you're posting things on your business page, make sure that you also sprinkle it with some personal stuff like this, because mm. that's what actually increases engagement on your business page to the people that are following you. They don't want to be inundated with just education all the time, sales all the time. They want to see who you are because that's who they connect with. So post personal things. Post where you're going out to eat. Post if you go on a hike, because that's actually where you'll find you get the most engagement. So think about how you can do that more this week. Love that tip. And Lacey, got to ask, did, you haven't aged a bit, but were you wearing contacts back then? I was to... wearing contacts, yeah. I okay, so that's the only... Now, no, that... live. No, 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 that was 2009. I wore contacts when I was in college. That, the, the photographer that edited those photos thought I would look better with light eyes and edited like four photos with lighter eyes on me. <laughs> and that happened to be one of them. That's right. I totally remember that. Yep. I look the same. Yeah. You have an age. Good genes. Like you said, Hey guys, uh, we're going to be in St. Louis. If you know people, chiropractors, uh, professional service providers, entrepreneurs, February 2nd, we're calling it mini camp. Uh, we're me, Lacey, Sean, and uh, Dan Bay from Close for Cairo, and Alex Madan, the prettiest chiropractor in all the world, yeah. are going to be uh, in Alex's backyard in St. Louis for one day. You can go to cometominicamp.com, cometominicamp.com to uh, reserve your seat and learn more about what we're going to be doing. It's part party, part seminar. Uh, tickets are still on sale for summer camp. Uh, we announced recently that Jay Abraham is going to be keynoting for three hours there. And last week's episode was the most listened to episode, Lacey. So this is blowing up, but you guys can help us by sharing as well as leaving us reviews 
on iTunes, Apple Play, and Spotify. Oh, and hey, listen, if there's ever a topic you want to see Tristan and I tackle, let us know. You know we're an open book. Absolutely. Another great episode. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys same bat time, same bat channel next week as we head to New Orleans. Thank you so much, guys.